0: What's going on, y'all? Once again, it's your boy, Follow the Leader. Hope you are following the leader. Today, um, you know, I did a pregame early on about Villanova. They lost. Big loss. They had um Michigan got in their butt. You can see the inexperience in one of those type of games where I'm totally shocked. Me, now this was a seven game series. They wouldn't even they wouldn't beat this team. But once again, they had to be woke up and um we don't know what started out in the first half, 41 17. And then it lost 73 to 46. As you know, I'm all right for VB Sports, so you know we all bad by that one. But this is NBA Draft from Radio. We're going to talk about the prospects and how impressive they looking. Duke playing Eastern Michigan today. You know, playing one of those teams like, you know, um, they should slap around and they did. 84 to 46. Let's talk more about RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett is averaging. You know, he's the number one prospect. 28 points a game, five rebounds, and four assists. That's crazy. Like, that's crazy. Um in this past game. And yeah, RJ Barrett is a little quiet, you know. Quiet night for him. Twenty points, shot eight for twenty-one. You know, letting it fly. <laughs> you know, he can do that. He has that, you know, ability. Let it fly, and that's what he did. Twenty points, six assists, four rebounds, uh, one steal. The number one prospect in the 2019 draft by NBA draft room. Right now, the Cavs in that spot, they will be definitely taking RJ Barrett. I, I just don't think. Maybe Zion Williamson. I mean, any of them guys can go, and and like I always say, Cameron Reddish is the most, I think, complete basketball player in this whole draft. So and patience, IQ, what he can do with the basketball. But RJ Barrett, so he's he's the most explosive scorer in this draft. Zion Williamson is just the most athletic in his athletic ability, with the fact that he can do everything that RJ Bears do on the floor. Matter of fact, let me prove it to you. Zion Williamson, 21 points, nine rebounds, 10 for 12. The man was reported to be shooting eight around 80%. Ridiculous. 21 points, nine rebounds, two assists, two blocks. All right. Zion Williamson this season is averaging 27 and a half points, 11 and a half rebounds, three assists. I mean, crazy right now. Simply crazy right now. And um, this game may have be been a fact for them, but that's what he's averaging right now. Um, You get a guy like that, three assists a game, shooting over 80%, 50% from the three-point line, whenever, you know, 66% from the free throw line, you know, it'll three and a half blocks, one steal. Just fill up the stat sheet, why don't you? The man is 6'7", 285. He don't look 285. I'm sorry, man. But, um, in the NBA draft from sorts, he would be going to the Suns. Now that's a little retarded. It was a team that they got. <laughs> they would draft him. There's no doubt. Zion Williamson would go to the Suns and that team, like they're so, they're so close to being an elite team. They have everything in place. Watch out for that team in the future. Phoenix will have a big time team. Cameron Reddish. What did he do? What did he do? He only had three points. He didn't really do nothing. Twelve minutes on the floor. Um, for Auburn, I mean, we'll see what that. Um, but he's averaging twenty-three and a half points, four and a half rebounds, three assists. Crazy, like so. And he would go and this notion to the Wizards. Now, you're looking at the Cavs. the Cavs are not going to be that bad team, okay? We Look at where the sons are. I mean, where uh, kings are rocking that, you know, where could the kings somehow, some way make their mark? You know I mean, that would be the Celtics that they're, they're saying the kings are definitely going to roll up there, but I'm hoping only if the sixes. Get that number one slot, you know, and if you look at the Sixers, they're not too, you, the Sixers are going to be one of those teams down the other part of the first round, probably looking to trade their pick or just get another player to add. Just go ahead and draft good, get another player to add, okay? Um, Quentin Grimes has always been one of those guys who can just definitely, you know, he's, he, he's a basketball player. And I think even then I knew he was good. I just didn't think that this guy was I didn't think this guy was as good as maybe he could even even more be. Um got the the combo guard explosive extent and not and like I said in this draft is a talented draft. Every draft is a talented draft but how talented it's just not that talented. And i take nothing away from these guys. It's just a natural rating. 15 and a half points a game, seven assists. That's what the number four prospect in the NBA draft from is averaging. He's six five two ten. Um, He's shooting 50% from the field, 57% from the three-point line. I mean, that's crazy right now. So he's one of those type of guys. You got to watch out for him. You got to definitely watch out for Quentin Grimes. It's going to be something to see just how good he gets, what type of player he is. Heading into this um this season, Nazir Little now Nazir Little is one of those guys that was like number two, and I told people I was like, listen, y'all got to stop this, y'all got to stop this. He's not it, it's, it's those three guys are the best. So anyway, he's averaging twelve points, four and a half uh rebounds a game, and one assist. Against Stanford, he had eight points. You know, five rebounds. He's had twenty-one point games. He's gonna to continue to show you the progress. He's definitely gonna be somebody to watch. That could be a real good player on an NBA team. I'm very intrigued by just how good Nasty Little can get. Looking at guys like a and Boyer Um, I wrote, I did a one-on-one with him. Like I said, he's coming. He's he's out. He he's coming out in this draft. And to talk about a guy that is just sensational and one of those type of guys who can just do a lot with the ball. Now, he's an intriguing guy because of his power when he's in transition. And he can only just get better. I don't know. He's more like a faster Draymond Green and, and more athletic Draymond Green. That's what I say. He's just a, he a big guy that can do a lot more. Um, looking at his what he can do on the, on the court and his moves and the type of player he is, Um, I can only see a team getting better with him, just getting better. If you try to envision a player that, you know, what he would do for a team, he can go as high as being a starter or he could be on the bench and come up, but he can be the type of dude that can impact right away. When you play overseas, you'll see a lot of that. I mean, this guy is a do-it-all player. I mean, he can do so much with the basketball, and he's only going to get better. He's only going to get better. He's 17. He's only going to get better. And when you look at guys like that, international players, it's now every year there's international unicorns. They're just coming out. These big-time, spectacular players that can just, you know, do it. I mean, it wasn't like that overseas before. Now it's like that. When we talk about Saquon DM Boyer, we talk about a guy that um can become a top 3 pick. Just look at this guy play. The Hawks, just saying the Hawks, NBA draft and we saying the Hawks will be that guy. He could do he he's a, he's a, on on both sides of the floor. He's a player, you know, 6'9 215. Daniel Gafford. Daniel Gafford out of Arkansas. Arkansas has been recently, you know, they have a real good team with, One guy we're gonna have to pay attention to is um, Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe, number one player in Arkansas in his class, and he can—he's definitely impressive. Got that shot. He's perfect for right now. Right now, Daniel Gaffers averaging sixteen points, eight rebounds, three blocks, three blocks. So listen, he's—he's well as advertised. He's well on his way. And you're going to see him do a lot more also. Come to a player as, with the skills of Daniel Gafford. You, listen, with all these guys hitting these three-pointers, you're going to need uh, a defensive player. You're going to need a defensive player. It's it's no doubt. I'm talking about a guy that, you know, can has a wingspan, great wingspan. Serious wingspan, 7'2", 6'11", 234, 7'2", wingspan. And he's probably, to me, the best. He's a defensive player i want won. So a lot of guys out here with potential. But Daniel Gaffer, if you're looking for an elite player with defense that can run the floor, you looking for him. He's a championship guy. You need guys like that to win championships. So in my total... Or something of him. I think he'll have an even better time in the tournament. You'll see him play better. You'll see him shooting the tournament. So this year is big for Sinclair and And right now, this year, um he's making things. You know what I mean? He's been six points a game, um Sincor D. boyer two rebounds a game, but he's hitting fifty one percent from the field. You know, he's only shooting 23% from three, you know. And people are probably not looking like, what is he doing special? I mean, the guy's a special player, but you got other players on the team. Everybody sees what they see. And we can only get, you know, and he's doing good with his time. When you look at a team he with, in advanced stats, if he was, you know, in the NBA, you know, we're talking about 16 points a game. We're talking about a good four blocks, which we know he ain't going to get that <laughs> not in the NBA. But we're talking about what he would be doing if he was a guy. He'd be 16 and 10 right now. So he's not getting the minutes, you know, advanced stats to tell you he's not getting the minutes. So he's really averaging. You're looking at a guy averaging 16 and 10, you know, in the per 36, you know, type of atmosphere. But this guy is going to give you something. He's going to be impressive. I just can't wait to see him get to the NBA to see what else he can do, you know. Um, Last year, he scored around eight points a game. You know, between all his teams, he equaled up to like a five-point, but his last 27-18, his last team player to basket in the LNB Pro B League, eight points, eight-point-four points a game, excuse me. So I'm looking to see what this guy can do, and then you got Gadford. The reason why I stop at these two and go back and forth because they're both two-way players too, and they're athletic. So, we're talking about two players in the top 10. In the top 10. Tissa Cordium Boyer and Daniel Gafford, 6-7. Orlando Magic, the Hawks, and the Thunder look right now to be in place for the 8th, 9th, and 10th, the way things are going. Well, Chris Wilkes can play. He can shoot. And he's smooth. He's one of those guys on here. Now, this is a guy who can transcend from this draft in this time with these guys. He's more of a J.J. Riddick, or more of a Jamal Crawford type scorer, but just smoother. He plays for UCLA. UCLA got an impressive team with Jalen Hands and Moses Brown, two other NBA prospects that um, Moses Brown's in this class. We'll talk about him too. He's another guy we're going to look at. Chris Wilkes right now is averaging 22 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Coming to his own as a sophomore. I mean, we already talked about he was already talked about to be a good player and what he could do. But, you know, he just hadn't came out. Now it's his year. This is the year he's he looking for lottery, and that's where he's at right now. He's looking like one of those players. 22 points a game. Um, if you're looking for a shooter, a guy that can, you know, right now he's hit 28%, but I think it'll go up. He hits 80% from the free throw line. He hits 47% from the field. So, this is a shooter at the size of six eight. That is a lot of scouts are going to look at and go in the combine, shoot it out. This is a guy I believe will stay in the top ten in this draft. He keeps shooting it good. Naz Reed been playing real good. That's my guy. He committed in LSU to LSU, and you know Villanova was recruiting him, but then you know it was him and um my guy. Jelly, JQ, they was cool together. They was really looking to go to the same school. They both was uh, going at taking visits to Arizona, you know, LSU, but, you know, Quinley had chosen Arizona, and Naz had chose LSU, but you know, things happened, and we ended up getting JQ. And the game recently, JQ, he showed some stuff in the later games, and I think that, you know, Jay Wright's going to have to see that JQ has to get in there and, you know, I think if he would have got him in there to chop things up, teach him how to be a killer in there, let him do what he do, and eventually, JQ will make some stuff happen, no doubt. That team's going to come together. But anyway, Naz Reed, the man, Naz Reed. I'm surprised by his three-point shooting. Shooting 42% from the three-point line. Uh, He's a freshman, averaging 19.6 rebounds. And don't forget, he, I block a game. He's a defensive player. He's a super defensive player and a super athletic player. If you got He's like DeAndre. I used to compare him to DeAndre Jordan, but I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to bow down to that because he's definitely become something better than that. Uh, last game, he had 11 points, five rebounds against Memphis. He's totally turned to a player. I mean, he's going to stay in that top 10, too. With that three-point shot, he's going to impress some people. Romeo Langford is a top, top recruit, five-star in Indiana, um, playing on TV right now as we speak. He's the type of player, we're going to see what happens with him. We're talking about a shooting guard, explosive shooting guard in this draft. Averaging 15.5 points, 3.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 6'5", 6'6", shooting guard. He's not hitting big from three-point land. He's hitting 60% from the field, you know. And he's definitely explosive, super explosive. So, we're going to see how he goes. But as you can see, what he's averaging, 15.5 points, 2.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists. And he's shooting 60% from the field. Crazy for a 6'6 guard right now. He's only going to continue to get better for Indiana. Charles Bassie, what is he doing for Western Kentucky? Um he's a guy that reclassified came down wanted to jump in this draft. And I think it's it was smart because of the talent factor in this draft, he could be even higher than he would in 2020. Charles Bassie's a big guy, can play the four, can play the five. He, went to, he committed to Western Kentucky. He's averaging 13 points, 10.5 rebounds right now. Three blocks. So that's going to be intriguing. To, um, teams in the NBA, he shoots 60% from the field. Classic big man. Um, his last game, he had 15 points, 9 rebounds, 4 blocks. He's going to be a factor for Western Kentucky. He's going to put them in most games. He's a natural big bruising big man. He's an 11 ranked prospect. So we're talking about Romeo Langford will be going to the Thunder. If this was the draft right now, we just want to add up and let me recap since we've been through the top ten. R.J. Barrett would be going to the Cavs. Let's just say that happened. That means R.J. Barrett would go over there and play with Colin Sexton. would be a good little one-two combo. And that would, you know, regardless of who this pick was between the three, that would really reshape and make Cleveland because you already got Colin Sexton over there. The Phoenix Suns, you give them Zion Williamson. That's ignorant. And I think they would automatically go into the playoff race. I think he's that type of an impact player 6'6272. Cameron Reddick with the Wizards. That's unfair. So you mean to tell me you got John Wall, Bradley Bill, and you bring in Cameron. Cameron Reddish will give John Wall another monster. Like that would be just what they needed to really compete in the East. You know, and that's, this is, you know, we got R.J. Barrett, the Cameron Reddits. So everybody talking about the West, but look at these two guys that will be coming in the East. The Bulls getting Quentin Grounds. You get a point guard like that. Say they get him, and then we're like, where's Chris Dunn? Well, let's say you got that three-guard rotation where and no Chris Dunn, four-guard rotation, Zach Levine and Quentin Grounds. That's a little nasty, so that would add something to them. Nasty a little. Well, if he would go to the Knicks with Kevin Knox, you put Knox at the four, you can do that. Put Nassie Little at the three. Or maybe even put him at the shooting guard position. I mean, but he would be explosive. It would be something to see how he would mess with Porzingis and how he would mess with um Kevin Knox. Sincordian Boya with Trey Young over there and Amari Spellman. You know, guys, you bring a guy like that and, and with the talent he has, Interesting to see really how he turns out 6'9, 215. Put him at the power four position. You got John Collins. There's a lot of young horses. Atlanta has some young horses. We'll see how that all turns out, but they have some young horses. Um, the Rockets getting Gafford would just make them, they're not going to be in here though. I, I don't, this is it's going to shake up in here. We all know it's going to shake up, but the Rockets getting Gafford would be totally unfair. You let Chris Ball, Paul play about five more years. You got him and Capella. And then, you know, Eric Gordon with James Harden. That would be crazy. Chris Wilkes going to the Magic will give him a score. And need somebody like that next to all these big men. Isaac, Bamba. You know, you got Gordon, another a forward, high flyer. You need somebody that's going to score it. Naz Reed going to the Hawks. Two picks for the Hawks. So you mean to tell them you're going to have Naz. And you're going to have the Emboya? That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Um, Naz is a special athlete And where he is Okay the Thunder having Romeo Langford That's crazy If Schrader is still there and you got Romeo Langford Like that's crazy to have him back up Russell Westbrook That's it, With Terrence Ferguson It's just crazy Charles Bass he going to the Nets and need all they can get I mean that's a good bruiser Rebounder There you go He'll be a good quality big man With them Now Keldon Johnson Keldon Johnson been impressing me going up my draft board for so long. To me, he's the top 10 guy, period. Like, there's no other – he's top 10. I mean, the way he scores isn't too many people as gifted as him at the shooting guard position that can score like him. Kentucky was the right program for him. He was averaging 19 points, four rebounds, and two assists a game. You know, Kentucky's playing right now. You know, we um, want to update. We want to stop right quick and update with some of the guys with the scoreboard as we speak. Romeo Lankford has 20 points, four rebounds, and two steals. All right. Um, now, it's also an update on the prospect. By right now, Indiana, up 65 to 44. Guys like Marcus Howard, 9 points, four rebounds. You know, prospect watch guys. Uh guard, he's only shooting four for twelve. Uh shout out to Justin Smith, a guy who was a four-star. Villanova's recruiting. 8.6 rebounds he has right now. You know, Romeo for is. Look at that. 20 points. We were just talking about what, what he gets to. Tyler Hero. Another update on this guy. He um he's a shooter. He's a scary score. Uh, they're playing North Dakota fighting Hawks right now. And guys like P.J. Washington, 10 points. You know, four for six from the field. Kelly Johnson has 10 points right now, five rebounds. Uh, Emmanuel Quigley, eight points. Tyler Hero, nine points, you know. Those are just some of your draft prospects and what they're doing right now. 50-32 to 32 over North Dakota. Looking at just how good um, a lot of prospects are in this draft. Just just trying to trying to weigh it, trying to see what who's good. And but right now this draft is just a little different. Just a little different. That's all. When you talk about um talent, how explosive some talent is, you know, you gotta kinda this draft ain't just like the last couple of drafts. I mean, last two drafts that went by was absolutely bananas, 2017, 2018. Absolutely bananas. The talent that was in it. Now, Michigan Charles Matthews, 19 points. He is a draft prospect, second round prospect that can play, can score, really proved a lot in that game. Um, a guy to watch. Ignis Brasik Dy- Yeah, 18.7 rebounds. He has been their guy. <laughs> He's been their guy. Freshman. So prospect watch. Watch on him. Um, six seven forward. Bear Pascal, ten point six rebounds. Um, you know, having his, you know, a struggling game for everybody. Everybody struggled. Everybody kind of froze up and it just just wasn't right in this game. But that's why people are here to learn. You know, Cole Swider had five points, shout out to him. Four-star, uh, high, high four-star, even to debate had and have a good game. Four points for Quinley, Javon Jelly J.Q. Nova. Five points, three assists, four rebounds for Gillespie. You know, there's nine points. Under a guy for, uh, for um Booth, another guy. I tell you, always keep a watch on. Philanova, national champions, just updating what happened. Lawson got pounced on by the Wolverine 73 to 46. So you're looking at a lot with this um, basketball, what's going on, which players are good. Cassius Winston. Let's talk about him. Another prospect to look at. 23 points, five rebounds, three assists. Cassius Winston. Ken Bo- Michigan State always goes and gets some players. Always. Always goes and gets players. Nick Ward uh, had four points, three rebounds. You know, he's a, a prospect to be looked. Jeremy Langford, uh, sixteen points, two rebounds. Prospect watch. You know, look at some guys. Guys that are in you know, prospects in, or any mock drafts, guys that are talented, very talented. Now, when we talk about so many prospects, we still have to talk about other guys. Like um, recently, the 2019 class is looking a little, that's going to be a decent class. It really, really is. It's not, it's going to be a better than this class. Like I tell people, you know, it's not about, you know, you just can't, look at certain things like, you know, this class is, um, if I say it's a less talented class, don't mean there won't be no good players out this class and, and guys are not good since guys are not, don't stack up to other drafts. That's all it's about. You know, you could even be proved wrong by some drafts. I've seen it. I've seen it all the time. It happens all the time. Um, I believe that you know, 2020 is gonna be something because of Sky Lewis, Brown, Antoine, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Robinson, Earl, Isaiah Stewart, Matthew Hurt. It's some real guys that that can play, that can really ball, that play for these teams. Like you know, and um, it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy sequence to really look at the 2020 draft. I never really looked at it as close. Like the James Wiseman is coming out like this draft could be another one. Like you're going to skip this one and just get this other one. And this 2019 draft at the top of it, things are even better. That's what it is. At the top of it, the very top, you see things are different. They're better. A prospect watch guy. I mean, we, we head to Notre Dame and Notre Dame. Prospect while DJ Harvey. I'm really looking for this guy to blast off as a player. Oh uh, yeah, seven points tonight. He's explosive talent in 20 minutes, four rebounds. We'll see how he goes. DJ Harvey, it's a high four star. Um can definitely ball. Put it on the floor, do a lot with the basketball. If I say anything about this draft, it does have a, a mixture of front court players. Very intriguing front court players, but at the top three, it's other guys that just kind of you just kind of wonder. Like even the Darius Garland in the draft. You look at Darius Garland, and it's just like, okay, he he don't he don't get you like the draft before or the draft before that. Like seriously, Darius Garland can play, but he's not at that you know. He's not getting to me like that. You know, I think he could be an on the bench player or a player that starts and eventually goes to the bench. One He liked Dennis Schrader to me a little bit. Uh, Brandon Randolph. Brandon Randolph, 21 points, four rebounds. He's a he's a heck of a shooter, man. Six, six from the free throw line, one, for two from the three point. He's going to be one of the best shooters in the draft. I mean, he can really play basketball. I mean, people forget about him. There's some other guy like Emmanuel coat who. I feel like if not this draft, the next draft, he'll eventually get his time to shine. Brandon Williams, the freshman, had a big game. He's averaging 11 points and six and a half assists. I'm going to tell you something. He's second-round talent. He can definitely play ball. He had 21 points tonight versus Utah. Brandon Randolph, just, just remember that name. See, that's one of my guys – I'm saying a guys under the radar NBA draft from coming out with some articles for y'all for NBA draft from for this draft coming up. Seriously, like this is going to be a draft that's going to be something to look at because who's going to be that, that, that team? I mean, that player that comes out, who's going to see expectations? We've seen it. Donovan Williams is probably one of the biggest besides Kobe Bryant. I mean, people knew Kobe Bryant. They actually had expectations for Kobe Bryant. But Donovan Williams, nobody had big expectations for him. Just completely different in a big, big way. Now, we're going to go back and go to this draft, man. What was that? Bobo Bo at 13. They got to stop this. I mean, people got to stop this. I at mean, 13, he's going to go up. Them, my guys... Bobo's bigger on my mock on my big board NBA draft from thirteen. I know it's gonna go up because everybody's been impressed with Bobo. So if and if he stays at that position, he goes to the T Wolves at thirteen. If they pull the trigger on him, which I know, I don't think they're going to get the center, but that's where he has as a prospect. And if he's a prospect, he lands the T-Wolves, that's big. Kel Johnson going to the Lakers, that would be super big. You put him as a shooting guard next to Josh Hart and all them guys, I mean, that's super big right there. Um, Paul Bowl, like I said, with the T-Wolves, as talented as they are. Maybe if they want to put him at the four, oh, he's 225, You he could do it, seven for two, and he could shoot the three. I mean, he's real gifted to be seven foot two. He's very gifted to be seven foot two. You put Bobo in that situation, and that's a little unfair. I don't even think like wow. Um, He has defense too. He has everything. He's averaging seventeen and a half points, twelve rebounds, three and a half blocks. He's shooting thirty-three percent from the three-point line, seventy-two percent from the free-throw line. He's a he's a anytime you got a big man. That can shoot threes and hit free throws. That's a little crazy. I mean, I like Bobo's game. I really believe he's one. He's one of my top five favorite prospects in this draft. Louis King, you ain't seen here heard much of Louis, and because of that, I could see him going down. There's a lot of people around draft time that before the draft comes, they're in the draft and they move down. Louis King hasn't came out, and and you know he hasn't. Putting his stats down, yeah, he hasn't played yet. Louis King might not be in this draft. He might be in the next draft. Guy that everybody knows has all the scoring potential, could eventually not be in this draft. I'm here to talk about the top 20 right now. Just to visualize on the top 20 picks and kind of break them down. And who could sneak up and who could go up, who could go down? Louis King, or O'Shea Preset is another guy from Syracuse. Now, 6'11 wingspan, 6'8", 210. He is really, you know, he's really surprised me. Like, as much as he has a talent, I didn't think he was a NBA talent like that. And last year, you just started seeing this whole different type of NBA talent. And then you're doing that over there in Syracuse. So it's not like a surprise. This guy finna shine. Uh, he's averaging 18 points a game and 10 and a half rebounds. At six, eight. Two assists, 42 um, percent from the field, shoot from the free throw line. He can play. He can definitely ball out. So he's gonna stay in there. He could move up if he keep doing that. He could move up. He keep balling with Syracuse like that. He could move up. He averaged 14 14.9 points a game last year with 8.8 rebounds. I think he stays at a double double this year and possibly move up. Uh, Darius Garland having a good season with Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt, shout out to Vanderbilt. Really recruiting real good. Shout out to good recruiting. You just got to give it all the love in the world. Good recruiting and good coaching. It's just like what um, Michigan did against Villanova. That was just great coaching. And they, they got at them boys. Got at my boys. But Darius Garland, 21 and a half points. I'm going to have to go with, he's the best point guard right now. I got to go with some of my cohorts and writers, 21 and a half points, four rebounds and two and a half assists. And for him to be shooting 50% from the three point line, he's going to be dynamic in different ways. Like six, two, that's how in the nineties, two was big for a point guard. It was, it was big. It was good size. It was like being six, five. So now it's a little different. You know, six, two is small. It is what it is, you know, and he can shoot. Darius Garland is, room. he would go, O'Shea said, let's go back, Louis King, if he stayed there, if he was productive or dynamic, if he stays there, he would go to 14 to the Clippers. we say we get a guy, I know Louis King is a good dynamic player. When he gets and is able to make moves, y'all going to see how dynamic this guy is. O'Shea Brazette to Celtics. That would be a, a, a good 6 8 guy to fall back on the bench and learn behind a good um, culture and good team. Darius Garland going to the Heat. That would be big to have somebody, a second point guard on the bench that explosive. I think he would um, affect the team. I think he'd be good because he can shoot. Now, Ryu Hachimura. This guy's good. Like, I didn't, like, I was waiting to see more. I saw some, but I'm like, let me see how he grows. And he looks like the type of guy that can definitely play. An athletic power forward at that. Athletic power forward. 25 a game, five rebounds. I can't, I mean, what are you going to do? This is, this is your guy who's moving up. Other guys moving up, him, O'Shea, Dedrick Lawson. You know, we wanted to. I got the article coming. Prospect watch. You got to be on Dedrick Lawson, man. Dedrick Lawson is a guy to watch out for. Dedrick Lawson has become a real good player, a real good prospect. Came right in Kansas, you know, is averaging. He's 10 points and 10 and a half rebounds right now four assists. You're going to see absolutely a lot more from Dedrick Lawson. He's one of those guys to look out for. Luke May. Luke May has come into the season and become an absolute monster for North Carolina. You know, Luke May is a guy to look at. North Carolina is playing good. 16 points, 8 rebounds, 8.3 rebounds, 3 assists. Uh, 6.8. I mean, six foot eight, 240. You know, um, he's a guy a good second-round pick, but I know he's impacting North Carolina real big. DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter, straight from Philly. I thought he was going to come out last year. It's another guy besides Daniel Gafford I thought was going to come out and stay in the draft because so many scouts raved about him, you know. And I think he just came back to basically try to up his status, and that's what he did in this draft. He's looking like a definite first-rounder. People are looking at him. They like what they see. Like from last year, seven rebounds, shooting 52% from the field. Uh, he shot 38% from three last season. So, just wait for him to get. He's shooting 60% from the free throw line, but he shot 75% last year. So, just wait. I mean, he's just starting. He's, I think he's going to really, really get into it. Sophomore from Philly 67225 is about to really get in him, especially knowing where he is in the draft. He has to impress. He knows it. I'm pretty sure he knows exactly where he is. Eric Pascal. Eric Pascal, um, last couple of games, he's been kind of off. This team has to come back and do what they do. Just take over and be a leader of Villanova. They need that. They need that. They need Eric Pascal. They need, he's adding 18.5 points, 7.5 rebounds, 2 assists. And he had ten points today, so that average is gonna go down a little. So <laughs> we're gonna see that happen. But Eric Pascal is hes, he's explosive. He just—he was getting to the hole. He was missing a lot of shots that just—he was getting to the hole and never went in. That's just what it was. At number twenty is Simi Solar Shitu, who is doing an unbelievable job. Like it's another guy that I could see rising up. For the simple fact, you got to look at the size of these guys and what they do. He's averaging 16 points, 12 and a half rebounds, two assists. He's a freshman. Vanderbilt, once again, him and Darius Garland. Him and Darius Garland. This is the top 20. This is your top 20 right here. And it's some guys that are going to be freshmen that are going to look at coming out. He looks like a guy that's in their first round talk, coming out, uh, shooting 45% from the field. We talk about Moses Brown. I've talked so many times about Moses Brown. He's a big guy. Big guy, Moses Brown. Seven foot one, two forty-one. Uh 18 points a game, 13 and a half rebounds, two blocks. Without a doubt, him and Bo Bowl have to be the ultimate big one and two center in this draft. Um Eighty-seven percent from the field—he's shooting. That's everybody's talking about Zion Harmon, but they're not talking about Moses Brown. I mean, you can't talk about Zion Harmon shooting over—he's shooting over eighty percent, but nobody talk about Moses Brown. We're gonna come back and we're gonna um, wrap it up. We were just talking about the top twenty, and we're gonna finish it up with a little bit of. Uh, you know, players and other guys that we feel like in this draft could move up. All right. I'll be back for the last couple of minutes here, NBA draft, and we talk NBA draft picks. Um, We're going to go a little bit down in the first round just to update you on some guys, some more guys in the first round. I was like, look, well, let me go ahead and just give them the facts. <laughs> Bruno Fernando, now, this is a guy here, Merlin Evan, 13.7 points, 8.7 rebounds, shooting 76% from the field, two blocks, he can get in there, I think he's 6'10", 240, he'll be in the draft, he was looked at to go to the Jazz with the picks, similar to Sola, Chittu would have been, if he stays in the 20, he'll be with the Pelicans, Eric Pascal would be with the Pistons, DeAndre Hunter would be a sixer, be a good two-way player to have with the Sixers, Ryu Hetchamura would be with the Hornets, and there's Garland with the Heat. Like I said, the Pacers sagabai Kanata. Um, another guy who has been big in college. I mean, the guy can play. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed by him. I'm impressed by him. I feel like it's a lot of guys here, I think, gonna be like quality big men, nothing all-star spectacular, but just quality big men. he's averaging 15 points and seven rebounds with West Virginia. And we're gonna go down to Jalen Hands, who is also having a big season. Another prospect. That I feel like is, is gonna be explosive in this because he impressed Sixteen points, three and a half rebounds, five assists, shooting forty eight percent from the field, fifty percent from three point line. I think he'll be impre- I think he'll move up. I think he'll definitely move up. Lucas Samina. I interviewed him. He'll be in the draft. You go to uh NBA draft room and look under his name and you will see You will definitely see him and see his uh See the interview. See how he talked. Impressive guy. Um, 2018-2019. Averaging eight points a game. Here at with Union Olympia. Guy can play ball. Definitely play ball. Can shoot from long range. Shooting 42% from three point. Look for that guy. And then the 25th. Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Is a... like I tell you, just watch this draft. You gotta watch this draft, man. You have to watch this draft because he's a guy I feel like can move up. Just because of, the, of how it is, he only having seven point six rebounds a game. Um, the, tw- the 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 way he's shooting bad is twelve percent head twenty. He's shooting twenty three percent from the field and twelve percent. That that's not him. I mean, I'm not even going to extend. This guy's gonna be way better than that. Darius Baisley, Jontae Porter is hurt. EJ Montgomery is looking impressive. And Lindell Wigginton, this is the guy I want to look Lindell Wigginton is a guy that he's little though, and, but he's a he's a ball of lightning. You can bring him off your bench and he'll be something. He could probably be one of them guys that's surprised because he can play. 13 points, five rebounds, three assists, sophomore out of Iowa State. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is NBA Draft Room Radio. I just want to say that it's going to be guys that are definitely going to move up. Let's go back over who I think. Louis King is going to move down. Um, Ryu Hachimura is going to move up. Right now, Pascals where he's at right now. I think where he's at is perfect. Uh, Simisola Shitu is where he's at is perfect. Jalen Hans could move up. I just think because of his, what he can add to. And Tyler Hero, as the season goes on, he's going to be somebody that is looking to the score. And that's when he can do score. So I think him and Jalen Hans can move up. S- Saga Bakanata, K- 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 he's right there. Um, John T. Porter. It's going to be really something to see where he goes. It's really unfortunate what happened. He should just come back next year and play. And he'll be a lottery pick in any draft. Um, EJ Montgomery, it's going to be interesting. He's coming off the bench. Will he come out? I think he moves down in this draft and don't come out to next year. Um, O'Shea set moves up. Right now, he's moving up. Him and Garland, moving up. Hatchimara, moving up. Guys moving now would be Louis King and Charles Bassey, in my opinion, right now. Um Anybody else down here? Not right now. I would move Jalen Hands up a little bit from 23 up to like in the 20s. You know, right now, um 21, he can move past a lot of these guys. Um, Shit, too. I think he can move past him. I think he can move past Pascal right now. This is what he offers. I think Pascal stays right there. I think Hans goes to 18. I think Hunter, he's moving down right now. I think he'll be in the, in the first round, but he'll be like 21, 22, 23, 23rd pick. You know, I got to see more right now. It's just Jalen Hans looks like the guy that people are not seeing. That Moses Brown is definitely in this, in this draft. Dedrick Lawson, definitely a guy that's going to be in this draft. Um, uh, these are guys that you have to look at. I mean, you got to look at these guys in the 2019 draft. Some second round guy, Jalen McDaniels, could move to the first round. PJ Washington, I think right now he's in the second round. I think he's a possibility to move to the first round because of how good he plays. Um, Khalid Martin is a guy I think stays in the second round. Tyus Battle, could, he could move up, but i say right now he stays in the second round. Uh, Kasha Mushidi is. It's something to see him down, and this at it, one time he looked like a guy that could be in the first round, but not no Jordan Brown. It's gonna be interesting to see where he is. He gonna stay in the second round, so he's not coming out this draft. It just wouldn't be smart for him to come out this draft. Um, guys like Austin Wiley, Jericho Sims, they stay in the second round. Jared Culver, Carson Edwards, Jalen Hudson, uh, Uduka as your beauty. I don't really think. Yaduka is a guy that stays in the, he's going to go more further up than the 57th ranked player if he stays in the second round. Um, I don't see Bolton being drafted. I just don't see him being drafted. I don't see it happening right now. Killian Tilly, we'll see where he goes. Killian Tilly is a, a talented guy, but he, I think he gets drafted. Uh, John Petty, let me tell you something. Pay attention for a little minute. And let's see how John Petty goes, because I think he could, he gets drafted. I think he starts saying things up against draft. He's too good. Nick Richards, I don't think he gets drafted right now. He don't look like nothing impressive, in my opinion. He can be in the second round. I, I think he'll be like in the late second round. He could. He could definitely do that. But, um, yeah, Jalen McDaniels, I think, goes up to the first round. I think he's definitely a first rounder. There's some guys who I think will move out in the first round. E.J. Montgomery, yes. Lindell Wiggington, yes. Out of here. John T. Porter, yes, out of here. They, Basley, yes, out of here. These guys are not gonna be. It's just some guys that are gonna move up and move down. Um see more about what Bailey's about. I really want to see where he's at. He has his shoe deal. Let's just see what he's about. I just don't see it. Right now he's second round of me until I see more. Um Tyler Hero. Jalen, Tyler Hero hasn't moved up yet, but Jalen Hans at 23, I'm putting him, if I'm looking at this draft, he's moved to 17, just like that. Huchamara and Brissette and Garland already have moved up, you know, um, Louis King's moved down. So, and I will move Garland, um, where Louis King's at. You put Brissette, you know, up, and then you put, uh, Huchamara up. You got Bassy He goes down. You know, other guys, I just feel like that's what be the moving up thing. But as I say here, we in NBA draft room. It's going to be a long season. It's going to be guys that go up, go down. Right now, we know for sure. Who is my number one prospect? John Williamson. That's just it? Point blank. Who is my number two prospect? Cameron Reddish. Why? He has a better jumper. He's a better shooter. Smoother shooter. Look on the year, and you look at Cameron Reddish. And you look at Zion, Zion Williams is just too efficient right now for me to take him from number one. I can't take him from number one. It's, it's like it's no way I take him from number one. That's just like the probably the dumbest thing I could do. Before we get out of here, let me let me let y'all see. Let me let y'all realize how much and how good that Cameron Reddish is. Cameron Reddish is one of those guys, he can be efficient and he can be smooth. You're looking at players that, you know, turn into big time players. Turn into big time players and Reddish is one of them. Looking at how good he is and how focused Cameron Reddish is on the court um, playing with, playing at Duke with his pressure, all right, so when we come back, we're going to break down R.J. Barrett and Cameron Reddish, we be back, back, y'all, all right, before we wrap this up, let's get to this duel between R.J. Barrett shooting and Cam shooting, now he shoot 47% from three, all right, he shoot, he hasn't missed a shot from free throw line, And shoot 42% from the three-point line. I mean, from the field. And mostly you look at him as like, you're looking at a guy that's shooting a lot, you know. But you look at R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett's shooting. R.J. Barrett's shooting 48% from the field and 37% from the three-point line. See, that's just the difference. R.J. slashes more. Cam has that shot. And then you look at his free throw shoot, you know. You see, you got the four assists, five rebounds, you know. But what Cam Oredis has been told to do is be a sniper. That's Cameron Reddard's whole thing, be a sniper. But he's still an all-around player, three assists, four-and-a-half rebounds, 23-and-a-half points. You look at Barrett. He has, uh, you know, they're, like, closer numbers. But you can see the three-point and the free-throw percentage. He's just more of an efficient scorer, and I know, like, he will be their perfect player for Philly. All right, y'all, we out. Follow leader. All my leaders out there, man, listen, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, follow me on um Lita Johnson on Facebook. All right, I'm out, y'all. NBA Draft from Radio. Follow Lita.